the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Hour number two underway now, eight minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420, The Answer. Appreciate that. Coming up at about 1035, we're going to talk to uh, Chad Prather. Very much looking forward to that. Chad Prather uh, is a musician. He is a host on Blaze Media. He is an author now, and he's got a great new book that we're going to talk about. And as I said uh, earlier in the uh, program, in the first hour, uh, quite frankly, uh, the question of the title in the title is is a great one. Am I crazy? An unapologetic patriot takes on the insanity of today's woke world. Well, let me give you an example of that wokeness and that craziness, quite frankly. I mean, it truly is insanity. I, I, I mean that wholeheartedly. Just two weeks after the National Football League announced their Super Bowl halftime show for this coming February as being rappers Dr. Dre... Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar, along with uh, singer Mary J. Blige. I wouldn't call her a rapper, and I don't think she is anywhere near as profane or anything else as what we're about to say. Two weeks ago, they announced that that would be the halftime show. Clearly, a continuing uh, form of reparations to black America for George Floyd's death. And the ongoing, you know, racial reckoning that took place last summer after George Floyd that continues now. We're going to try to continue to to appease uh, the African-American base of fans. And so they gave them a rap show for the halftime. The rap show, again, it will feature Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. Three of them are black, one is white doesn't really matter. It's not about what they look like. It's about what they say. Now, those four guys are responsible for probably 
the most, and I'm not enough of a rap aficionado to know, so I'm kind of kind of guessing here a little bit, but probably the most, if not some of the most offensive, violent, misogynistic, homophobic uh, rants and lyrics and lines in the history of music. You understand what I'm saying? They just hired four guys to entertain families at halftime of a family show, which is what the Super Bowl is. And these four guys' entire careers were built on verbal celebration of violence, misogyny, homophobia, and racism. That's reality. The language used in their raps that made them all millionaires is is some of the most profane, grotesque, violent type of stuff you've ever heard. And they announced that two weeks ago. Yesterday, actually going back to Monday, they also announced that John Gruden has no place in their league because he sent emails using misogynistic, homophobic, and racist terms. You follow that? You clear on that? This is why I'm bringing it up. Chad Prather is going to talk to us about being crazy. Am I crazy? Or is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? John Gruden, you have no place in our league. Our league is better without you and your emails from 10 years ago featuring misogynistic terms or homophobic terms or racist terms. Get out. We run a clean league here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your entertainment at halftime of the Super Bowl, let's welcome Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar. And their entire careers worth of referring to women as, and if you'll excuse my language for the purpose of this discussion, I am not trying to be profane, but for their reference to women as bitches and hoes, the references to homosexuals in terms that I cannot say on the radio, references to people of color in terms and words that I cannot say on the radio, references to violence and killing cops that I won't say on the radio. I mean they are millionaires because of, of, of careers built on the glorification of violence, misogyny, homophobia, and racism. And they're going to get paid to perform at the NFL's premier event, the Super Bowl. But John Gruden, in private emails from, according to multiple reports, by the way, his own private email accounts, not using either league email accounts or ESPN, for whom he was employed during this period of time, their email accounts or servers, private emails that he sent to private individuals. You got to go. Maybe what John Gruden should have done is put out a rap album. Maybe he should have taken his emails, laid down a track, busted those rhymes with the same exact words, and then put it on sale. Then John Gruden wouldn't be out of a job. Then John Gruden would have two jobs. Coach his team at halftime or, uh, during the Super Bowl, and at halftime, get on stage and spit out those lyrics, man. Because that's totally appropriate according to the NFL. Am I crazy? Or is woke America just so confused they cannot remember what's acceptable and what is not? 
They cannot remember what is a trigger warning and what isn't. They cannot remember where a safe space begins and where one ends. John Gruden got to go. Dr. Dre, welcome. Snoop Dogg. And I can tell you this. In the early 1990s, when late 1980s and into the early 1990s, when gangster rap first kind of emerged, it emerged with NWA, which I don't even know if you're allowed to say on the radio. If you're a white guy, can I even say what NWA stands for? I don't think so. I'm not going to run the risk. But the name of the group, the rap group, is NWA, and it's the N-word followed by with attitude. Now, it's the N-word with an A at the end instead of the E-R, so maybe I could say it, but you think I'm going to run that risk? Think I'm going to run the risk of being canceled by saying the name of a group that they named themselves? But when NWA and 2 Live Crew and some others started what was known as gangster rap and the real, you know, personification you know of the you know of the, well the glorification rather of the of the violence and the homophobia racism misogyny and stuff that we're talking about um it exploded it exploded onto the scene and even white guys and at the time i was a young white guy i was in my early 20s i bought a couple of those not from two live crew or nwa but i bought one of dr dre's albums CDs at the time. We got CDs then. We don't have downloads. But I bought a CD. And I actually know some of those lyrics. I could probably, if you give me the beat, I could probably recite some of them. I wouldn't. But I could. And they made millions off of people, including guys like me, who now know that this is incredibly wrong. But the NFL says it's incredibly right. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, all good. Bring your hate lyrics. But John Gruden, you take your hate emails, which were private, and you get out of here. It's insanity. Cheryl is in Wycliffe. Cheryl, you're on AM 1420. The answer, good morning, and go right ahead. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I, I caught a, a little bit here. You mentioned a revised code. Was that for Ohio? Yes, that's the uh, ORC. Uh, okay. Okay, the ORC. When, um, back in 2001, uh, is Jamie Callender still our state rep? He is. And he's going to be on okay. my program. He's going to be on my program tomorrow. Okay, very good. Because uh, he worked with me back in 2001. And that private, the, uh, for the informed written parental consent form, okay, I am the parent that he helped get that in there. And at that time in 2001, it got passed in through House Bill 1, Senate Bill 1 at that time when a nosy and intrusive survey was given not only to Wycliffe City Schools, but Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish Private School, um, and it was on attitudes and behavior, and Jamie will remember this, okay? And I was running for school board at the time. Um, 164 questions, none of your business. And at that time, um, I had requested a sample copy um, from an assemblyman named Scotty Garrett from New Jersey, 
Now, I'm going to need that, you to pick. I'm going to need you to pick up. Hold on, Cheryl. I'm going to need you to pick okay. up the pace of the story, or it's never going to get in. So get what in I'm saying is, is that parents out there now? My kids have already finished school from Wycliffe City Schools. They're grown. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that parents can, through the Freedom of Information Act, and also knowing that that is there, they have the right to see anything and everything before anything is given to their children in the state of Ohio before it is administered to their children through that. That is correct. That is correct. And it is also, uh, and I'm glad to hear that part of this. I don't know if how this became part of the ORC, if it had to do with legis- that legislative act or not. But, yes, that is pe- uh, precisely what it says in the Ohio Revised Code. And, again, this it is for anybody to read. It came through 2001. This is, this is available for anybody to read, and I try to send people to protectohiochildren.net, which is um, you know one of the one of the organizations that uh, the uh, Ohio Value and Voters Organization that through jamie worked with me and jamie calendar knows exactly who i am and he helped me run for school board at the time he knows exactly who i am did you so i am the parent who got that there no i did not but i am the parent who got that place there and i asked him if it could be put as a standalone bill and he asked me no he told me no and he told me the reason why but it did get passed, and it's been in there since 2001. Well, that's terrific. I'm glad to hear that. By the way, when I have him on tomorrow, you're probably not going to like the fact that I'm going to go at him a little bit here, because I don't know if you knew this. Good. Go after him. Well, I'm going after him for what he did yesterday, which was introduce legislation to legalize recreational marijuana in the state of Ohio. Not medicinal, well, which is a different story, but recreational for anybody to use as they will, uh, kind of like alcohol. I think it's extremely dangerous. Yeah, we don't need that. And as a Republican representative in, in Columbus, it, it stuns me. And, uh, and so he's going to come on tomorrow and we're going to debate the, the, the wisdom of such a, such a piece of legislation. So you'll want to hear that. Then. Yeah, you should do Thanks, that. <laughs> Cheryl, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the work that you did, by the way, in getting that, uh, getting that passed because that's a big part of this. I'll tell you again here as we go into our break, go to protectohiochildren.net, protectohiochildren.net, and you can see it right on the homepage. Um, Ohio Revised Code 3313.660. You are, as a parent, given the right by law to inspect any piece of uh, information, any survey, any questionnaire, any book, any software video that is going to be presented to your children in the course of their educations. You have a right to see it all. Do not be blind as to what's going on in your schools, especially until we can change, excuse me, especially especially until we can change uh, some of the school board members who are responsible for it. All right, 1021, we'll take a time out. Be right back. The free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store. Okay, 1025. Let's get a phone call from uh, BJ in North Olmstead. BJ, welcome back. You're on the air. Go right ahead. Thank you, Bob. I'd like to make a point of awareness here is that People of all races are against each other's own race. Give you an example. The white school board is against white parents because they don't want a little boy going and dressed as a girl in the girl's bathroom and raping. So they attack the father. And they're calling the parents 
that want to change these things by the school board terrorists. We have that in other communities and other nationalities. So we've become split. No matter what race or what color you are, there is such a division going on between people, the people that want to wear masks and the people that hate to wear masks. We are so divided in so many areas, and most of this is politically motivated and incited by news media and by politicians. And I think we have to become more aware that we are becoming disgracefully torn apart in our country, and we have to become more bold. I notice that you are very much, and I appreciate that in your program, and so are your listeners, but we have to start to dissect and be more direct and more honest. And I think that's coming. That's going to be the thing that's going to be our salvation in the future, and I'd like your opinion on that. Thank you. BJ, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, and you know, we do have to be more bold. This is kind of what I talked about, about a different area altogether when we were talking about the immigration issue with the R.J. Hallman earlier. I said, what can we do as people? What can we do to be more, I didn't use the word bold, you know, you brought that up, but I mean, what can we do to be more active and be more than just complainers on the radio in order to make an effective change in this in this country and in our communities, quite frankly? And uh, And I do think we have to become more active. And I'll tell you this. And I'm not just using this as a hook to get you to join an organization. I, you should know this. Whenever I promote CFFS, Citizens for Free Speech, I don't get paid to, to bring in new members to Citizens for Free Speech. This is a nonprofit organization that I work with and I work for, volunteering my time to try to help save the First Amendment in this country because I think that literally helps to save this country. But that's kind of what it's going to take. It's going to take organizations and activists. The left is extraordinarily successful at activism. Just be, let's be frank about that. For crying out loud, they got a community organizer with zero experience and zero qualifications to be president of the United States to be president of the United States. They're very good at organization and activism. And we need to follow that lead. We need to do it for better reasons. We need to do it, to do it with the, from the correct side, which is the right side of the political spectrum. But we need to do the same thing. And one of the ways that we do that, truthfully, is I'm just going to tell you, you've got to be a part of groups. One that I will promote is Citizens for Free Speech. If you have not yet become a member, do it. Citizensforfreespeech.org. It's free. costs you nothing, and your information will be protected, too. Guaranteed. But join the membership of Citizens for Free Speech, because the more of us there are, the more of a voice we have uh, in legislative offices. The more of a change we can make at school board meetings, the more of a change we can make in local businesses, the more of a change we can make in the communities in which we live. Citizensforfreespeech.org. That's one of the ways we're more bold, BJ. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Charlie in Westlake. Charlie, go ahead. Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking the call. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about Jim Jordan because he's such a great guy and he's out there and we've got 200 other congressmen that you barely hear from, and I don't know why, but you you got on the school thing. It's about money. If we could just pass legislation where the kids' money follows the kid to whatever school, they then the parents become a customer, and everything changes. They would start really worrying about that money. These teachers wouldn't come up with this critical rate. They, they think they have a socialist uh, monopoly. They do have it. And if we break that by just saying the money follows the kid, Wherever he goes, then the parents have the power, and that's really all we need to do is pass. Well, well, but it's but it's not. You're right. First things first. You're right. 
But it's not as easy as all that, because I just literally saw a story earlier today where a judge struck down a bill to have the money file the child. One in Ohio, uh, and I'll find it. Thanks, Charlie, for the call. But a judge just struck it down as being unconstitutional, allowing the money to follow the kids for school choice. It's exactly right. You're right. The judge is wrong, but that's what they're doing. And, of course, activist judges will do what activist judges do. Uh, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Chad Prather is going to join us next. Chad is tremendous. He's very entertaining, and he's got a very important message in his new book, uh, which is called Am I Crazy? I second that emotion, by the way. And he'll be with us next, AM 1420, The Answer. Just because the president is incoherent doesn't mean you have to be. The Bob France Authority, keeping you politically coherent. At AM 1420, The Answer. Yes, indeed. 1036 now. Thanks for joining us on AM 1420, The Answer. What do you say we kill that rock for a second and get a little country going? That's what I want to do. Take right six feet and shove it. I ain't quarantined no more. Stock markets crashed. Took all the reasons. I was working for You better not try to put a mask on my face When I'm walking out the door Take six feet and shut And I'm off to the grocery store One of my very favorites from Chad Prather. I am a devoted fan. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's an easy, um, it's an easy thing for me to do to, uh, to, to welcome Chad Prather to our program and promote his new book because I am just a down home devoted fan. Uh, Chad Prather joins us now. Chad is, in addition to being a Blaze media host, he is a, uh, he is a, a musician and now you can call him an author as well, soon to be a best selling author. His book is called Am I crazy? Chad, welcome to AM 1420, The Answer here in Cleveland. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. I hope you're doing well. Listen, I love that song. I, I actually haven't thought about that song in a minute. i got to repost that because <laughs> I think it's as real and, and more relevant now than ever before, wouldn't you think? It is. That's, that's why I played it. I, I was trying to decide which one I of your it. songs I was going to do here. This is from May of last year, so we were about two months into the, the lockdowns and, you know, the forced masking and all the other nonsense. And here we are, you know, over over a year later, about 15, 16 months later, and it's absolutely as relevant as it is now because we still have our, our freedoms being taken from us. Yeah, thank you for playing that. That's a great reminder. Uh, I'm a fan of that song as well. Hey, listen, man, I appreciate it. I, it's good to be with you guys and, and to hang out with you. It is a crazy world we're living in, you know, and I wrote this book, Am I Crazy? Because for me, it's kind of, I've affectionately come to know it as my uh, common sense guide to the end of the world. <laughs> because let's face it, man, this this crazy, woke, progressive culture, it's taking over and canceling everybody and telling us how to live. And I mean, did you see yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before that Demi Lovato has now come out? It was an interview with Rolling Stone, I think it was, where she said that the word alien is offensive to the extraterrestrials. <laughs> I mean, this this stuff is this is the stuff that they're printing. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that the media uh, is is uh, pandering to these days. If you don't think we're not living in some crazy, crazy times, I got another thing for you, man. 
so I address I address this type of uh, mentality in this book and had a lot of fun doing it. Well, in Demi Lovato's defense, by the way, I think she is alien, so uh, she probably <laughs> has a little personal stake in that one. Chad, I mean, I mean, some of these people are. You know, I, I was talking about I was playing off of your book title, Chad, last segment, and talking about am I crazy? Uh, because I feel like I am. When the National Football League two weeks ago announces that the Super Bowl halftime show is going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg and Eminem, rappers whose entire careers were built on the verbal celebration of violence, misogyny, homophobia, and racism. They're the halftime show, but John Gruden's got to go. Somebody's going to have to explain that to me. John Gruden, who didn't sing that stuff for public consumption, who wrote private emails to another individual, there's no room for him in this league, but we're going to celebrate and pay and cheer for the rappers whose verbal profanity and pornography, quite frankly, uh, made them yeah. all millionaires. They're the ones we're going to celebrate on an NFL stage. So I ask myself, yeah. Chad, am I crazy? Yeah, that's exactly right. And at some point in time, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put pen to paper and go back once again and sit down and write the, the attempt to write the logic behind this that the world looks at and says this is okay. But because, let's face it, it's not okay. It's not okay. These guys, you know, they've pandered to the masses in a certain way. They've been rewarded financially, you know, and and that's one thing. But the double standard comes in when you have to dig 10 years ago to find a guy who put his foot in his mouth, quite literally, in regards to, you know, some things that he said that were inappropriate. Well, my God, I mean, can you imagine if somebody dug through your email history, your search history or anything? I mean, we're all guilty. Let's face it. Let's start from that perspective the problem is we don't we don't come from that perspective anymore that one you know let's start with the precedent that we're all guilty of something but now no you have to be you have to be perfect right and and you have to assume that everybody is perfect well just stick around long enough they're going to show that you're not and they're going to do everything to use that against you to try to cancel you that's why in the subtitle of this book when i call myself when i say the an unapologetic patriot takes on the insanity of the day's woke world and let's face it the asylums are empty the crazies are running the street and ruling the world quite literally but you have to remain unapologetic now i'm not saying that you can't admit when you said something wrong or or you yeah i probably shouldn't have gone there but You've got to remain unapologetic because let me tell you, once you start apologizing for things, for just being human, let's be quite honest, then you're going to spend the rest of your life on an apology tour. We've seen it happen. They're trying to do it with Dave Chappelle right now, which I love Dave Chappelle who came out and said, hey, if this is cancel culture, give me more of it because, hey, I'm telling the truth here. And he's not wrong in that regard versus a uh, uh, Kevin Hart who had to go on an apology tour, wind up, wound up on Ellen for some joke he made on Twitter about his son, you know, potentially being gay. And, and I mean, you got to go in there. What Ellen is now the gay Pope. She has to absolve your sins or something like that. I, I know it doesn't make sense to me. Why are we pandering to these people who are absolute morons in the grand scheme of things? We're talking to Chad Prather, and you are exactly right. That's exactly what they are. Chad Prather, of course, is a musician. He's a comedian. He's a Blaze TV host as well. Uh, and uh, now he's an author. The book is called Am I Crazy? You just heard the subtitle, too, An Unapologetic Patriot Takes on the Insanity of Today's Woke World. Chad, what I don't understand is how we got here. Everything you just described, for example, in the Dave Chappelle thing or in the Kevin Hart thing, you know, when did we get so uh, go so far off the rails where people seem to believe, and it's mostly the leftists in this country, the ones who are, as you say, the out of the asylums and running the thing, it's it's almost like um, 
they believe that there's a constitutional right, that there's actual language in the Constitution that says they get to go through their daily lives without ever being offended. And if somebody does offend them, apologies must be given, reparations must be made, changes must be made, firings must happen, cancellations must happen, because somebody dared offend me in some capacity or another. When and how in the world did we get to that place? Well, you know, it's it's the victimization culture, right? It is the my truth culture, my truth generation. Well, there's not my truth. It can be your story, but that's not truth. Uh, that, that's just the reality of what you've lived out. There is the truth, and we've gotten away from the truth. We've gotten away from common sense. We've gotten away from black and white understanding of, of things that are true. We've redefined language. We've redefined words. We've made things change. And what, what I think happens is that we've lived such a cush life in America that we really haven't had any oppression or persecution. But people, their human nature is to define themselves by their pain, right? So you get in a conversation, you start saying, well, this is what happened to me. And somebody says, oh, I could top that. Let me tell you what happened to me. And so now we get into this pain comparison. Well, when you haven't really ever had any true pain in your life, you have to start making crap up. And, and start talking about, oh, I was oppressed this way, and somebody misgendered me, or somebody said, ma'am, when I, I don't want to be a ma'am. You know, these are the kind of things that we start turning ourselves into victims. And by God, the rest of the world better apologize to me because I'm feeling persecuted right now. Well, get over yourself. This idea that you are some little dictatorial God player that everybody's supposed to bow down and kiss your boots is nonsensical. The world is going to hand you a lot of hurt and a lot of disappointment. That's how you go into things. So, you know, I try to say, you know, as a father, you know, I said to my kids, I I did a video and and Facebook tried to come back and censor a four-year-old video the other day. Uh, It's called, Yes, I Beat My Kids, right? And it wasn't about abusing them. It was about playing with them in chess. I never let them win, okay? So I was like, you know, hey, you're going to make that move. I'm about to to smear the wall with the blood of your knight and bishop. Uh, You know, I'm coming at you, kid. We're not going to have this. But now they beat me, right, because I didn't just let them win. We have a let them win generation. And I'm not talking about ages. I'm talking about even adults, older folks that have gotten to a point. We've been pandered to so much, we come to a point where we think we expect it, and that you have to expect the insanity. And so wokeism, progressivism, whatever you want to call it, has come to a point where uh, it's affected everything. Media, big tech, uh, the government, it's affected our parenting, it's affected our marriages. That's the, those are the things that we address and even talk about a number of personalities and why they became important in our culture and what to do about that. Because let's face it, it, you pick any example, whether it's AOC or Beto O'Rourke, or just pick your person. As we said, give me Lovato. There's underlying principles there that we can learn from. And so what I try to do with this book is arm people with some humorous common sense that they can take into the, the street, take into the marketplace, and have these direct dialogues and real conversations with people and go back at this woke culture. We're talking to Chad Prather, just getting some tremendous insight into his new book, uh, Am I Crazy, and, and terrific stuff. By the way, I have to ask, is the one about I beat my kids different than the song Beat That Ass? By <laughs> no, that's actually about beating their ass. Uh, that song, that, that <laughs> I song thought it might literally, <laughs> yeah, that, that song's a different story. You know, I always tell people when I sing that on stage, I say, I say, well, conservative comedian Chad Brader came to whatever town last night, and uh, you know, I can just hear the media now advocating for child abuse. No, that that's actually about beating their ass. That's actually about disciplining your kids, and it uh, gets a great response. And of course, it's a funny perspective. But you know, hey, look, I, 
I, even in the song, I say, look, I, I got kids that I put up against any of you guys. I, I don't have to worry that they're out selling drugs at the mall or having premarital sex or getting crazy and doing stupid things. Uh, because, again, it's a matter of, of raising kids with a value system and, and teaching them things to value. Uh, you see, right and wrong and those choices take care of themselves when you value the right things. And so uh, it, it's it's an interesting world we're living in, man. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's all you have to do is turn the TV on, listen to the radio long enough, and and it's amazing. We're being controlled by a very small percentage of people out there. You know, I, the example I like to use is let's you know I ask people, everybody wants to talk about green energy and electric cars. How many cars on the road? What percentage of vehicles on the road are electric vehicles? Well, about one point eight percent. But that's the conversation, right? We got to go green. We got to get electric. All this stuff. No, this is the same thing with society. We have about we have less than 2% of these people that have become the squeaky wheel, and they're demanding the grease, man. And the problem is we keep feeding it to them, and they are taking over our culture. Yeah, no question about it. So, Chad, you have taken all of your wisdom, you've taken all of your, your observations of the world into print and put them in a book. My question now is, are you going to take those into the governor's mansion in Austin, Texas? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. You know, uh, I, I'm a conservative guy. I make no apologies about it. You don't. You don't have to be around me very long to know that I'm just. I'm a good old boy, right? I'm the. I'm the person that culture loves to hate. I'm a white heterosexual Christian, you know, male, and uh, that wears a cowboy hat. God forbid. And, and you know, I love the state of Texas. To me, it's the center of the universe, and I think we need to get on the business of getting government out of our lives and and let people just be left alone again. And so we started this run, you know, back in 2020 uh, because I just don't believe that. You know, the governor we have in Texas. Now, if you've got enough money, you can make yourself appear to be a lot of things. But he's not truly a conservative, and there's numerous things that, that I can talk about on that. But, you know, we gotta we got to take – I think Texas is the last real bastion that can get America back on track. It's got the size, leverage, economy, the people, the will, the culture, the legacy, the history, and, and the future, I believe, if we, if we get some things back in place. Because let's face it, this administration – has a target on Texas back. They want us to become another California, Illinois, New York, and that that just can't happen. You know, Governor Abbott, uh, you're right. You know, he he does portray himself. And I have to admit, I've cheered uh, several times, and I've wished we had a Greg Abbott here because we have a Mike DeWine, uh, which is an entire <laughs> different entity. But, but for example, you know, he... he um, he issued an order yesterday or Monday. It was va- banning any vaccine mandates by any entity in Texas, public or private. So, so f- on the surface, that looks really good. But I do understand a lot of conservatives in Texas, maybe like yourself, say that's not enough. W- tell me why. Well, well, it's not enough, and it's not feasible. You know, the, the thing about it is, and the reason it's not is because he dug a hole, and now he's trying to dig himself out of it. You, you can't play arsonist and fireman, and, and that's what he does. He, he creates the crisis attempts to solve the crisis and pats himself on the back for being the hero. Uh, you know, this is a situation where he dug himself a hole by violating constitutional rights and liberties and, and shutting down the Texas, unilaterally deeming businesses and individuals uh, non-essential and causing a great crisis in the state in the last year over these mandates. And it was dictatorial, quite honestly. And now he's going to come back and use the same type of logic to, to say, well, we're just not going to allow that to happen. Well, the problem is we're in our second special uh, legislative session right now, and nothing is being discussed by the legislature on this issue. Is nothing being pushed by him to make this an actual law? That's what it needs to needs to happen, because otherwise, if he's going to continue to handle down these edicts and these dictums, 
That's tyranny. And it's the same it's the same as Joe Biden coming out the other day saying we're going to mandate all of these vaccines by employers. Well, he can't do that either. There's got to be a legislative process. Otherwise, that's tyranny. You can't do those kind of things. So, you know, we're up against it right here. And, and that doesn't go far enough. It doesn't cover federal uh, workers, people under a federal contract. And this is an at-will state for employment. So if employers can't fire you for not getting a jab, guess what? They just find another reason to terminate you. And unfortunately, they can do that legally in the state of Texas. Chad Prather is the author of a new book called Am I Crazy? Also a candidate for governor of Texas. Last one, real quick, because we don't have a ton of time here, Chad, but uh, a lot of people who feel the same way you do about Greg Abbott are rallying behind Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Colonel West? I've been friends with Alan West for a lot of years, and uh, I'm friends with Don Huffines as well, who's also in this primary race. And I always say that uh, I'm not running against those gentlemen. I love to say that I'm proud to run alongside those general gentlemen because we have the same philosophy, and that is ABA, anyone but Abbott, as long as it's a conservative, a true conservative. Uh, and, you know, that's the beauty of primaries. Primaries are healthy for elections. They're healthy for elections, period. So we're trying to keep him honest, keep him accountable, hold his feet to the fire. And I think this process, I wish I wish 10,000 more would run in this primary, quite honestly. And, uh, you know, we've been praying for Colonel Allen West and, and his wife, Angela, as they were diagnosed with COVID uh, last week and, and certainly wish their speedy recovery as well. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, and I, I agree with that, by the way. Thank you for that. I second that. I'll tell you what. If you don't win as governor of Texas, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll help, I'll help uh, build your house here in Ohio. Come and run up here so you can get Mike, get Mike DeWine the hell out of our, our lives. <laughs> You, you, Amen, you, brother. Your song, your song, seriously could have been written for Dewine. They killed that music for me, Jonathan Howes. We'll go out with Chad Prather here. Yeah, Chad Prather. The book is called uh, "Am I Crazy?" Pick that up anywhere you get your books, Amazon or whatever. Chad, thank you for coming on. Thanks for what you're doing. The best of luck to you in that run in Texas. It's a pleasure, brother. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Non-stop talk of these COVID deaths to put the fear of God in you. One of these days we'll all wake up in the stations they're going to pay. Lord, I can't wait to see their faces when we finally stand and say, Take six feet and shudder. Ten fifty-five. final segment, always a short one. Great conversation with Chad Prather. If you missed the interview with Chad Prather uh, that we just wrapped up, seriously, uh, go to the uh, webpage, whkradio.com, and check it out for yourself later on. Also, we talked with uh, R.J. Hammond of Federation for American Immigration Reform earlier today in the first hour. If you missed that, also make sure you go back and listen to it. Let's get a call from Gary in Olmstead Falls in here before we're done. Gary, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Bob. I've got a solution which will... Uh bring and keep, uh, you know, liberals and Democrats together and be able to work out their problems. Go ahead. Duct tape. <laughs> Have right. a great day, Bob. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. That gives me time to remind you about the new T-shirts that are available because of the end of a show two weeks ago. Come on. They're really, really upping their, their game, like I said. They, uh... They're, they're, they're taking more drastic steps. The, the, the suppression of our First Amendment rights is nearly complete in the online world, in the digital world. It's nearly complete. 
Google owned YouTube. That's right. If you didn't know that, Google is the parent company of YouTube. So if you have a YouTube account, if you use YouTube, you are contributing to Google's domination, which is why I tell you never to use YouTube. I tell you to use Rumble, and I tell you not to use Google. I tell you to use DuckDuckGo. YouTube is banning any videos that claim any vaccine or uh, make any vaccine criticism, any of them, whether it be the COVID-19 vaccines or any other vaccines that have been shown to cause problems or have terrible side effects on people, including autism in children. If you present anything like that, that even remotely questions the effectiveness or the safety of vaccines, you're banned. Even though the FDA has, through the years, had to pull drugs that they approved off the market because it turns out they were harmful. If you try to display that harm on YouTube, they will ban you from YouTube. They don't want science. They want compliance. Holy cow, I just went Johnny Cochran and didn't plan to. I got I to I patent that. I got to get, a, I gotta get the, 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 the rights to that. They don't want science. They want compliance. There's a better way to say that. I'm going to figure it out, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to patent that. I'm going to make a ton of money off it. I'm going to put it on T-shirts. No science, just compliance. There it is. That's what they want. Holy cow, I'm good. <laughs> so that was the end of the show two weeks ago. That was the end of the show two weeks ago, and I'm proud to say that literally now, two weeks, actually a little less than two weeks ago, a week and a half later, the shirts are printing this morning. They are being printed this morning. They will be ready for shipping by the weekend. So if you want a They Don't Want Science, They Want Compliance t-shirt, they're tremendous. They look great. They're in black with red and white trim, red and white lettering, red and white syringe on the front, kind of similar to the colors of the WHK logo. If you want a They Don't Want Science, They Only Want compliance t-shirt hit up the radio station call and talk to marcy at 216-901-0945 we are taking orders now they'll be ready for shipping by the weekend i will be uh, giving those to or selling those to uh, uh people at the cffs statewide meeting tomorrow in northfield as well so citizens for free speech people you don't have to pay shipping costs you'll be getting yours on site so Let's help me embrace capitalism. By all means, let's do what AOC doesn't want us to do. Let's make money off of their own, uh, their own embracing of, uh, of socialism. We'll turn it into a capitalistic endeavor. So by all means, hit us up, and we will take good care of you. That's all the time that I've got for the day. Thanks to Chad Prather. Thanks to R.J. Hallman. Thanks to our crew, Marcy and John. And thanks, most importantly, to you for listening. Dr. Everett Piper on the program tomorrow. Very much looking forward to that conversation. Make sure you're with us. So for the rest of the day today, be well, be safe, remain free. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.